Well, it's Sex's Homegrown Music and Maylee Thomas here, and I've got a band that you guys are going to love. They're called The Weathered Souls out of Greenville, Texas. I've got the lead guitarist Holden Mason with me today, and he's going to talk about how this guy, how this band got started and how they have just, the trajectory has gone from zero to a hundred in one year's time and they've been touring so many different states across the country on bills with whiskey myers uncle cracker and uh they're going to be doing a festival with the along the sides of lucas nelson and the promise of the real some really great cats and they are standing on their own and just phenomenal music love it love it love it so i'm going to play a song off one of my older records and this is called something better with my friend andy timmons and then you're going to hear till the morning comes from the Weathered Souls, and we'll be back there with Holden Mason right after that, right here on Texas Homegrown Music. Rush to work on every morning. Bust up the subway, clocks are warning. Time keeps ticking, you feel you're getting nowhere. Black or white, it doesn't matter We all fight to climb the ladder You can't even get ahead You're just trying to make ends meet You raise your
Well, that was uh, Till the Morning Comes, and I've got Holden Mason with me right now from the Weathered Souls. Welcome to the show, Holden. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. I'm sorry we couldn't get the other guys in the band, but I know you'll give them kudos as we talk throughout this uh, interview. I just got to tell you, I was so thrilled to find you guys, and the way I found you is because of um, the get the gig that you're going to be doing in Pryor, Oklahoma. Um, you know, born and raised, and uh, we had gotten tickets to go to, go to that show. So I'm always looking to see who's going to be there. And I saw you guys. I looked you up, and I was like, "These guys are from right next door in Greenville Avenue. I mean, Greenville, Texas." And um, I'm right here in McKinney. I was like, "How do I not know them?" And I saw you guys have been on tour with Whiskey Myers. I'm like, "Okay, I got to know these cats." And uh, and then. I find out you guys are playing right here at Hank's on the 19th of August. So there's lots of reasons why I had to have you on this show, and I'm so glad I finally did. Yeah, us as well. So hey, I'm, I've been doing a little bit of homework. The, the facts are you guys have just – you need to tell me how quickly you've put this thing together, how got, you guys got together, and how this tour ended up because I've already seen that you have been – shoot – to like 10 different states in the last few months, all over the map. And a lot of bands, they're not not—they're together for a long time before they ever get a chance to do that. So give me a little uh, elevator pitch on how you guys got together and how wonderful it was that you got hooked up with these cats and, and touring with them. Yeah, so I can put it in a pretty short story. It's pretty crazy. It's a lot of luck, um, a lot of... Uh... Like, wow, I can't believe this happened. So Brock is the singer of the Weather Souls. I'm the guitar player. I'm kind of the curator of the band. He came to me, I'm going to say in 2019 or 20. And it was like December of 19, I believe. And he had a couple songs that he wanted to cut at my studio. And um, I liked them. And I wasn't playing any bands at the time. I was just recording music. And I was kind of done with the, with the banging bands and being the hired gun thing. And uh, me and Brock, we clicked. Um, he came back. And we wrote a few more songs together. And uh, I was like, man, let's put a band together. I know some musicians. And Brock's never been in a band before. This is his first. And he was just like, let's do it, you know. Um, and so I reached out to one of my studio buddies in Austin. His name is Cody Simpson. He is actually the front of house engineer for Whiskey Myers. I didn't know him at the time. He just made a Facebook post and said, hey, I'm doing some free masters uh, for artists right now, just message me on Facebook and send me your link and I'll master your song, uh, for free. And so I was like, dude, Hey, I would love to see you to hear, uh, what me and Brock have been working on. And, uh, I'd love a free master. We're cheap, you know, and we don't have any money. Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, so he did it and actually he reached back out and he's like, man, like, what is this project? Like, what, what is this? And, uh, we, uh, we told him what it was and kind of what we'd been doing. And we had a couple songs and I think we had five or six songs written 
we sent him all of them and he's like, I want to be involved somehow. And it got to the point where we came, we became really tight and, uh, the recordings at that time weren't the greatest. And so he actually ended up coming back down, uh, to, to Texas or to Dallas from Austin and, um, came to the studio at my house and we re-recorded a couple of those songs and started playing. He got us some gigs, uh, through Whiskey Myers management, um, with some other bands that were on Reed Southall. Um, he ended up getting us three shows with Reed. Um, and we went out there and made it every opportunity we could and did our, did our best and played with everything we had. And, um, Next thing you know, I get the call from the same management company. You know, hey, we want to sign you guys, and we believe in what you're doing, and our, our, our merch sales were doing really good. And I think that had a lot to do with why ears were kind of perking up around. It's like, man, who are these guys? They're pretty good, um, and we're just the new guys. Nobody knew us, and we just wanted to be – we just wanted to play. And they gave us an opportunity and a platform, and uh, they believed in us, and they signed us. And it's been a, over a year now, and – we're just killing it. They got us signed with CAA, which was huge for us. And they're the reason we're getting a, a ton of these shows. And uh, obviously, I skipped the part where we hired our band. That took a while to find guys that wanted to play for, for no money. It's hard, to, it's hard to find people that believe in the project. And that's what we needed to find. Um, that's what we've, we felt was the most important thing for us to be able to do it is to find people that are, just don't have their hand out and just want a paycheck because we're, we're not able to give that. And we found guys that wanted to play. They were hungry as we were, and uh, which is really hard to do. Super tough. Tell to me about those guys. Yeah, tell me about uh, all of them. Uh, Dustin Ball, he's the rhythm guitar player. Um, he comes from Bonham, Texas. He's, a, he's from Greenville. He lives in Bonham now. And uh, he's quite a bit older, older than us. He's 37. All of us are 25. And so... Um, he has a lot of experience in shows and he's able to kind of, you know, he knew exactly what to do for day one. He knows how to rehearse. He knows how to, he just knows how How'd to you be. find him. Um, so our bass player, Travis Buck, uh, went to school with him and, uh, he was like, Hey man, we were looking for rhythm guitar players. Cause we were just a four piece at first before we ever even played any shows. We'd just been rehearsing, you know? And, um, I was like, we got to have somebody else. So he's like, man, I got somebody I think. And, he came out and rehearsed and it's, he's been with us ever since. And, um, so Travis Buck's bass player, he's from Greenville, Texas. I knew him just from other fellow Greenville musicians and he used to be in a band, um, uh, back in the day as well. Uh, so he, he kind of knew, he knew what he was signing up for and knew how everything worked. And, um, and then Brock, of course, Brock is from Missouri. Brock is an athlete and he pretty much spent most of his life just, you know, playing a bunch of sports and then kind of recently, when COVID happened, lost his scholarship, and he was just doing a ton of open mics by himself, acoustic around the Waxahachie area. That's where he was going to school, and um, just he liked. He found out real quick he liked to play in front of a crowd and liked to play his own songs, and that's how he ended up coming to me. Somebody in Fort Worth was like, "Hey, I got a buddy that's got a studio. Should go cut some songs." Full circle, we're five piece. We've played a, a few shows um, around the local area, Greenville, and we've opened uh, at Hanks for a couple bands. And um, this is before the opportunity to play in front of management. And uh, I, I realized real quick we needed a keys player. I was like, man, we should hire a keys player. And then you know how Facebook is when you talk about something, the next day it pops up, and I just see an ad, and it's this band uh, from Waco. It's a cover band, and they're playing a, a cover of Peter Frampton. Do you feel like we do? And it's just like a snippet of this keys player doing the the Whirly solo. And so I just reached out to him, and I was like, hey, Cam, um, saw your ad on on Facebook, which is crazy. Um, do you want to be in a rock band and, 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 and do what we're doing? And, of course, I just sent in the list of shows that we had. By then, we were on management. It's like, hey, we got a ton of shows at Whiskey Myers. Got a ton of shows at Reed. And he was didn't even ask how much it paid. Didn't ask any questions. He's like, I'm in. Oh, that's um, so he, cool. He lives, he lives in Waco, and so he drives from Waco to Greenville twice a week. That's six hours round trip twice a week for rehearsals. So he's he's invested. Um, but yeah, that's all of us. And I'm holding. I live in Greenville. I've I've been I've been doing music since I. Was, can remember it's been my my passion and so a big rundown uh, real quick so we've got brock as a lead singer yes um you've got travis is playing bass 
Um, you've got Dustin that's playing rhythm guitar. Um, what was your keyboard player, Cam? Cameron Russell, yes, ma'am. Yep, and then you've got another guitar player, is that right? And drummer, who's in the Dustin. drummer? Drummer is Ryan Delzell. He's from Rockwall. Um, okay. He's been drumming, drumming his whole life. Um, and I'm the lead guitar player. Okay. Cool. Well, you guys got a really great Southern rock band sound. I mean, a Texas groove that I love, and I'm so thrilled that you guys are right from my area and that uh, that you guys have gotten this great start because I'll tell you, it takes most guys years and years and years, but some, the heavens shone, they really shine down on you, babe, because these things all fell into place where you could be also with another band that has a similar sound. I mean, how you can't, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously I'm a big Whiskey Myers fan because they are from Texas, but I love their sound too. And I love the fact that They've got a, t a little bit of a country vibe to them, but it's Southern rock to me, you know, and, yeah. and that's, and that's kind of what you guys are doing. And I love it. I absolutely love it. And I'm so thrilled. I love your story about the impetus behind the, till the morning comes. I was going through and I, I heard you talk about the dude that you gave the 20 bucks uh, yeah. to that, you know, said he yeah. was going to go feed his family and he went to the and, liquor yeah. store and you went and got your money back. <laughs> Pretty much. That's that was that was one of those songs where Brock and I were kind of just at that time when that song like was finished. I was just popping out songs left and right. That's just how it comes sometimes. I mean, um, it's just it, they either come in waves or they're not coming at all for me. And so that song and that, isn't that songs, how it is. I'm I'm kind of is, in the not coming is. at all right now, and I'm dying. I'm in such a I'm in such an abyss right now. But I think part of it's because I'm real happy. <laughs> it seems like yeah, I don't really, true. I that's can't really true. write much when I'm really happy, but um, I want to play Rolling Thunder. And when we come back, I want you to talk about that. Um, I love that song. I I mean, I just got it. The, the guitar work on that song is phenomenal. I just love the eeriness behind it. And just the, 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 uh, it's a great song. So we're going to come back. And I, I noticed you guys have a studio version and an acoustic version. We're going to talk about that as well. So if you guys just tuned in, you're listening to the Weathered Souls right from Greenville, Texas on Texas Homegrown Music. They've got a new record out that dropped in April and then another acoustic EP of four songs that they dropped just in, on July 24th. They're going to be somewhere near you, I'm sure, because they are doing some traveling. So when we come back, we'll talk about it right here on Texas Homegrown Music. Here it is, Rolling Thunder with the Weathered Soul.
we're back with the Weathered Souls, and I'm talking to the lead guitar player, um, Holden Mason. Pretty much, Holden, you kind of put this thing together, so it's probably a good thing that you're the one I'm talking to, just because it was your idea, and you uh, found these guys. How great for social media to help you like it did in in this way and, and get you this. But we just heard Rolling Thunder. Give me a little little background on Rolling Thunder, and then let's continue talking about the writing of, of these songs. Okay, so Rolling Thunder is a little bit of a – it's a cover-up, like a mask kind of story. Um, and Brock and I, we do kind of – we've kind of 50-50 share our rights um, most of the times. And I'm not going to say 50-50 because it's weird to throw a percentage out there. But um, I'm more of like the musical side. Uh, okay. Most of our songs get it get written music first. Lyrics come later. Rather, okay. that's me finishing the demo and sending it out to other bandmates or just sending it to Brock or yeah. um, where it's me and Brock getting together to work one-on-one with lyrics. Um, there are occasionally I can pop some songs off all the way through myself and same for Brock. So Rolling Thunder was definitely it's a little bit darker song. It's kind of just about being in a headspace of where you're not really sure what to do. There's You're getting pulled from both sides of, of something. Um, something negative is is definitely my mentality that I was going through when I was writing that song. I'm not going to say exactly what, but I was getting pulled from from two different directions, and I couldn't really figure out what exactly I needed to do. Um, and so basically, that's what that song is. It, I felt like I was in a bad trip, and that's kind of what I related that song to to be is is just a bad trip, just somewhere I didn't want to be at the time. And um, and Brock actually came in with the with the choruses. I had the verses and and. The, all that done and Brock was like, Hey, the verses, um, or the choruses were just, uh, instrumentals, just that lick. It was that was it. Yeah. That's such a Brock great hook. Like, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And Brock was like, Hey, I, I come up with a chorus for this and it just fit perfectly. And, um, so that's, that's that song. I took, that's a 50, 50, right. In my book, you know, he, he brought something to the table for that song that really improved it. And, that's how it goes sometimes, you know. Um, we we try not to look up at who did what or what happened. It's just like, is it a great song or is it not a great song? And that's pretty much where our heads are at, you know. We all we go in and do band rights. Um, Don't pray for me. It's on our record. Just throwing that out there. It's uh, that was a ten minutes. All the guys sitting on bar stools in the studio. Somebody played a lick or a note somewhere, and next thing you know, a song was done in 10 minutes. And it's just, that's how it goes sometimes. Or sometimes we sit on one for a year and a half, and finally something just, boom, clicks. And so, but yeah, Rolling Thunder, that's 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 what that's about. And um, that's one of my well, favorite. I, I got to tell you, I got so many songs that are just snippets on my phone. Thank goodness for the record mode. Because, you know, I'm so old, baby, that I, I started writing when I had, you just had to write stuff on napkins. You had to have a little recorder next to your bed. I'm, I'm talking cassette tapes where you had to push record and sing into it. And for the, for us to have these smartphones now where we can actually sing a song right into our phone or wherever yep. we are, if you just are hanging out somewhere and you're, you're around a piano or for you the guitar and you can just record it right there, snippets, it's so awesome. So you don't lose it. And, uh, you know, sadly, my husband and I have been playing music together for 30 years, and there's many nights that we literally will just go into a song. Uh, we both, we know, we, but we know enough about each other that we can do things like that. And we'll go yeah, into something at the end of a song, and we think, oh, man, cool. We'll finish writing that when we get home. We get home, we go... I forgot what we did. Did anybody yeah. record that? Was there, you know, I've, yeah. I've even put it out with people. Hey, if you were at the show and you recorded the end of, um, you know, don't let the sun go down. Can you please send it to me? Cause we don't remember what we did. <laughs> yep. That happens. But I think there's magic in that too. Oh, I think there there's is. magic in being able to do something one time. And, and uh, I have a couple solos that I just can't, I can't recreate again. I did it in the studio and I'm a studio guy. Like any day, if you, if anybody asks me being on stage or in a studio, I'm a studio guy. Like that's, that's where I feel the most comfortable and, that's where I feel like I'm my best musician. It's just isn't that funny? Because my husband is the exact opposite. It's like when yeah. he gets in the studio and he knows they're hitting record, he's just like tenses up. You know, I'm like, dude, just do what you I do on stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, that, and I own a studio and I've produced a couple songs and um, 
I, that's what I do when we're not on the road. And so I, there's definitely people that come in that are super comfortable and there's definitely, definitely people that come in that are not comfortable. Um, something about that, that evil metronome people don't like, um, <laughs> that, tends be, that tends to be the killer there for metronome, but anyways yeah the click the click track um you know i've got a a couple of guys that i've played with in the past that like don't put that in my head (laughs) don't don't you do that to me ricky bobby (laughs) yeah don't put that evil on me um well you know so how long have you been doing the studio thing um you know that's a big that's a big deal holding to have your own studio in your 20s uh, it is. I've got way too much money invested. Uh, if if I ever pass away before my wife, uh, she's going to be rich when she sells all my gear. <laughs> That's where all this went. Uh, I, um, I started getting into like the studio stuff um, when I was probably 14 or 15. And um, I just bought an interface, got a, a Mac computer and a screen and a couple of monitors and just started from there. And I was doing it in my grandparents' house, and I had a couple. I had my bedroom with my desk, and uh, then I had a guest bedroom. It was actually my grandparents' workout room that they never used. That they told me I could just put gear in, and so I had some people come out, and I charged them like two hundred dollars to record. And you know, I told them up front, "Hey, this I'm new to this, but you know, I, I can make it sound two hundred dollars. I can at least give you that. Yeah, I can give you two hundred dollars uh, worth." <laughs> and uh, they were horrible, of course, but I feel like they're worth two hundred bucks, and. I just started doing it, just started doing it. And I got to a point where I had a bunch of money saved and um, it was time. And so I, I built a, a studio next to the house out of a portable building. It's a 700 square foot building. And I finished it out myself. I built all the walls, did the floor, insulated it, painted it, um, did the electricity because there's no permits out in the sticks out here. So I just figured it out and um, just started collecting gear and then getting into it and um Last thing I did was that we live tracked that acoustic EP at my studio. Um, we all were in one big room or a couple different rooms set off with all of our mics and we hit record and we played it together as a band and it's not perfect. It's raw, but that's what we wanted. And I'd we love wanted it. to just be able to capture exactly what we sounded like in the moment right there in a room all together. And that's what that is. So, so have you written any songs while you're out on the road? No, we have not done that yet. We actually haven't, uh, I, so we don't have a bus driver or anything. So we, we have a, we have one crew guy and it's a photographer slash a PM. Um, and so we're, we're all hands on deck pretty much at all times. We're driving through the night. We actually have a, a big, uh, brand new class C super C diesel RV. It's like an 18 wheeler on the front end. So we're all driving this thing, uh, through the night and then sleeping the next day and counting in merch ourselves, selling merch. So we really don't uh, have much downtime as far as when we're out playing on, uh, tours. Um, but we do, we set up, we schedule rights throughout. We kind of, whenever we're not playing, we have breaks, we schedule riding time together and stuff like that. So, well, you know, people don't understand. They see guys in these bands and they see you guys play these festival gigs and these big gigs and they go, Oh wow, how fun, how cool. And I know it is fun and it's cool, but it is a lot of work. I know it is. I know all about it. I know road dog. And I mean, it's tough. So uh, promise me you guys will be careful driving through the night because I know, man, I, it's like you're, you know, you've got so much time to have to be at another place and you got to hit yep. the road back, you know, to pack up your stuff and hit and get the gear in and hit the road hard. But uh, and working on adrenaline. I know y'all are still young enough. Oh, yeah. You can continue to do that for a while. But, you know, it, as long as you yeah. understand what you're dealing with, um, I'm just, I'm so happy for you guys. I really, I really am holding. I love these kind of stories. I love to hear it. And I love the fact that you guys understand what it takes, you know, and you're not, you don't have this, uh, we're doing it because we want to be stars. You're doing it because you love playing music. And then all these things are going to yeah. fall into place. Well, I hope so. And I appreciate the, um, just the encouragement. It's good to hear always. We, we can't hear that enough that's what keeps us doing it too. You know, it's like we enjoy that other people enjoy what we're doing. It makes us enjoy it more, especially, you know, it is tough at times. I'm married. Uh, Travis is married. We're the only two married guys, but even the guys that aren't married, just being away from your home and, and just a schedule is tough. So, but it is fun. 
we call it glorified band camping because we're just basically all a bunch of grown men <laughs> camping on the road and we cook out. And, yeah, we're camping, but that's awesome. Well, yeah, I can't wait to fun. meet you, cats. I really can't. I'm, 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 I really want to meet you guys. I wish I could. I wish I could come to the Hanks gig on the 19th. But I actually, you know what it's like when you're in a band. You're playing. You know that's the problem. But yep. that's what I love about no having the show. Too. I love having the show and being able to um, get to know you guys like you. And I, I, I definitely want to see you guys live and be a part of the show. I know it's a cool thing. So, well, we're going to play the way I am. And when we come back, we'll talk some more about this uh, new record that you have. You've got so many songs on there that I love, and we'll talk about that. So we're talking to um, Holden with... Uh, the, the Weathered Souls right here from Greenville, Texas. Phenomenal band, great music, and we'll be right back on Texas Homegrown Music right here with me.
Guys, is that not a cool song? I mean, I, that was the first one that I heard Holden when I went to Spotify, and I don't know why. I, I don't. I'm not sure if that showed up as one of the most downloaded songs or not. I can't remember. But I, I played it, and I ran into the living room and said, "George, listen to this band. They're right from here, from Greenville." And he was like, "They're really good." So tell me about Mrs. Ray. So Mrs. Ray is another sad one. Um, during COVID, I had a, a buddy, um, his name was Sean Santana. He's a, a family friend uh, growing up, and he's a dad of two. Um, and he ended up getting COVID, and he passed away. And I had a uh, crazy, crazy dream in the middle of the night. And uh, it was like 3 a.m., and I just woke up, ran to my studio, um, like still in my underwear and slides, ran to my studio, <laughs> unlocked the door. Sat down in my chair, grabbed my acoustic guitar, put a mic in front of it, and I just started just playing the song and singing um, the verse. And um, I was just crying, you know. I was super sad, and it was the, it was the, this, the day that Sean had passed away, and I was just super in a bad place, a real bad place, and uh, it just didn't make sense, you know. And I had I had to come up with a story that wasn't so blatant and obvious about what the song was about. And that's what I wanted to do was just tell a story. And, um, that's the story that came out. It's, it's about a young woman that's, uh, in love and she ends up getting, uh, killed by Indians out in the West. And so, um, this man basically is just out on the prairies and just, he's figuring out where to go because he just lost his wife and, the song is just about, you know, him calling out to his wife every night he lays down and just saying he misses her. And that's pretty much that was me just telling Sean, you know, I miss you. And uh, that was that was just a I miss you song. So, well, you know, is, honey, one green. of the well, one of the most beautiful things about playing music and being part of this whole journey of, of, of making music and writing music is that um, it goes on beyond our lives. And we all you know, I say this all the time. None of us know how long we have here. But the beautiful thing about what we do when we give music is it's going to be here even beyond us. And so not only are you are you singing that for the people that you're here with, but even when you're in your absence, they'll remember that you have this beautiful heart and uh, of love and compassion. And uh, I think it's a beautiful thing. And I'm this is it's wonderful. And that's probably why that I love that song so much. Well, tell me, how do the how does everybody find you? What's the best place to do it? Does Instagram, Facebook, your website? 
we're all over it. Um, the easiest way to find out everything about us is the weatheredsouls.com. That's merch, okay. that's tour, that's music, that's new music, um, videos, everything is at the weatheredsouls.com. All right, everybody, you heard that. The Weathered Souls, S-O-U-L-S, not S-O-L-E-S. <laughs> Somebody said to me, they were like, oh, Weathered Souls, like the soles of your feet. I was like, no, like the soul in your body. <laughs> yeah. And you guys are going to be um, in Pryor, Oklahoma for the, um, for the uh, shoot, what's the name of it? Born and Raised. Born and Raised. Yeah, and boy, Lucas Nelson's going to be there, which is one of my favorites. And of course, Whis Whiskey Myers with you guys and lots of other great bands are going to be on that bill. And you guys are going to be in, down in Florida in October, down in the area where I actually grew up. I'm a Texan, but I, but I spent 15 years on the on the Gulf Coast down there at uh, Pensacola Beach, Fort Walton, Destin. Okay. You guys are going to be down in that okay. area. I see you're yeah. going to be in St. Augustine and I mean, all kinds of fun places. So guys get on there and find out where they're going to be and go see them. Cause this six piece band is there. They bring it. I mean, these guys really, really bring it. So um, we're going to close this section with uh, hypnotized. And so this is the bonus track that you guys uh, put on your acoustic record that you just released. Correct. Yep. And you would tell me this one's uh, take me back to 1970s. Uh, we wanted a song where we could just rock out on the end, and that song just rocks out on the end. And uh, Brock wrote the lyrics to this one. Um, it's just it, it, it's it is what it's about. It's about being hypnotized by, by a particular thing, probably for him being a woman. Uh, yeah. If I'm just guessing, I can't speak for him, but probably. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I don't want to tell his story too much because that's his song. But uh, yeah, we enjoy playing that one live. It's super fun. It's take me back to yeah, Woodstock. I can see how that yeah. would be. I, well, I'm headed to Woodstock next month. I'm really excited about that, too. It's going to be my first time going there. I can't wait. Well, thank you so much about uh, for being on the show. You, they re, So they dropped their first record on 420. You guys can take whatever you want from that. And then they got their uh, acoustic record they dropped on July 24th. And now they're working on a new record that they're hoping to have recorded by the end of the year. So smart cookies, because you guys are out on the road and you realize, People want your music, so you got to you got to come up with some yep. stuff and put it out there for them. I'm sure that your uh, management company's been on your butt about that too. So, oh, always, always. Yeah. Well, Holden, thank you so much for being on the show, and um, yeah, I'm just so happy. You guys, don't forget they're going to be at Hanks right here in McKinney, Texas, on August 19th, Saturday night. You can get your tickets online and uh, and then catch them at all the other shows that they're going to be at throughout, not just Texas, but all over this country they're playing. So um, we'll be right back with Texas Homegrown Music right here with Maylee Thomas. But right now we're playing Hypnotized from the Weathered Souls. Walking with my 
Well, how can you not love that kid? I mean, seriously, Holden is such a sweet sweetheart. And I can say kid because he's in his 20s. And um, his what you guys didn't hear off the air is he was talking to me about how he's been out to see my band and that his grandparents are real big fans. And that's where I'm at now. I'm the same age as his grandparents. So how about that? But I just love it. I love being able to share these kind, kind of bands with you and let you be opened up to hearing new music. And if you don't know about the Weathered Souls, you know about them now and there's no excuse. you got to go out and see them and play their music. There's something out there that you're going to love of theirs, I know. And I I don't know this this uh, acoustic uh record that they have this little ep is really really good it just shows you how talented they really are when you strip them from all of the effects and everything they still can grab your attention like they do so i loved having him on the show and i can't wait to see them live and hopefully have him at my venue sometime so thanks again guys for for hanging out with us on the show today i appreciate it And uh, once again, we're going to be back next week. I've got some really great bands coming up. I've I've got the Ottoman Turks coming. I've got Beetlegrass. I've got Blue Water Highway. Bunch of great acts that you guys probably already know about and would love to hear more. Check it out right here on Texas Homegrown Music with yours truly. Thanks again to my sponsors, of course, the Guitar Sanctuary, Burris Injury Law, and Cadillac Pizza Pub for making this possible every week. We'll see you guys next time. Shoot me an email. Let me know you like what you hear. Maylee at Texas Homegrown Music, and we'll see you next time. Peace out, everybody.